Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. You're tuning in to the Delay Dying Blog, podcast edition, because who wants to read when you can have someone read to you? Unless you like using your eyeballs. Then catch every single essay over on the website. Just select ones, make it to the podcast. And if you're the pill-popping type, no, supplements, then Wellie P has you covered. We supply rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We're a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this essay or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. These are my essays, my take on all things wellness, written to educate and inspire. Enjoy today's essay. A Brutal Truth. Honestly, not many people listen to the essay episodes on the podcast. And I think reading has become so 1999 these days that the blog also has a low turnout rate. So whether you're listening or reading right now, thank you. I'm writing this one paragraph right now after having written the entire essay. I'm now in a position to explain what you're about to consume. It's going to be both a little bitter and a little sweet on the palate, parts cooked, parts raw, a stream of consciousness concoction that I created with heart, because sometimes I feel up against a wall with Wally P, and we're about to jump into what I mean by that. So here is my brutal truth of how I feel about this business and podcast. I'm holding a lighter up to the shiny, pretty exterior that covers the less appealing reality beneath, and I am lighting it on fire. Blow away the ashes. Let's look at the truth. I've been struggling with what to write about for these essays. I want them to be useful, inspiring, motivating, a fire under your ass or a boot to the bum. And I think I achieved that on most of them, especially since I've swayed away from the educational format I was doing before. But the numbers are so low, it makes it difficult to want to write anything. As I type this, I have under 20 YouTube listens to the most recent essay. The podcast audio platforms are probably about the same. I have two more essays already written and ready to roll, but I'm gonna bump this one up to the next slot, which will be July. It's June right now. Hot, humid, relentless June, summer. It swelters here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Swampland. I wanna go hiking, but it's too damn hot. Hiking is my reprieve from reality. I can get lost in my thoughts, process the hard stuff, and find resolution with each step as I go deeper into the nothingness ahead of me. Or maybe it's somethingness. Depends on the day, the moment, the thoughts in my head. Hiking lets me forget that running a business is difficult. I love a challenge, though, and entrepreneurship is in my blood. But I chose to settle on a wellness business. With my demographic being rock and rollers, how more niche could I have made it? Good Lord. So I picked a hard thing, entrepreneurship, and then proceeded to turn the dial up to 11. But that's what I do for everything, for better or for worse. I look at what's status quo, or I look at what makes sense, and then I walk the other way. And if you know me, you know I also power walk. So there's that. 
the hardest thing about running this business is getting people to spend their money with me, you know, so it's actually a business instead of a hobby or a fake facade you see on Instagram where you assume everyone else is supporting Well EP while you sit here and read the caption without clicking the like button. Although to be fair, a few of you do. And I know those few of you are listening to this. So thank you. You know who you are. You've actually traded cash for cool stuff from me. And you do engage in the social media and you leave comments on the YouTube channel. You guys mean the absolute world to me. Friends of Well EP, there are many. Loyal friends of Well EP, there are much fewer. But everyone else, you know, the ones who aren't listening, they stalk my Instagram, don't participate in polls, don't like posts, never spend money, maybe signed up for the newsletter. I don't get it. I used to try to get it, but I found that to be exhausting. So I've given up trying to understand or expect. No one wants to give up the convenience of Amazon and instead buy their supplements from Honest Provisions. Amazon made free shipping the norm which forces small businesses into a corner, a cold, unlit corner with chipped paint on the walls where a roach scurries under your feet. That's where small business has been shoved because we can't compete with Amazon. And the small businesses who are trying to stay afloat are sacrificing everything because Amazon just keeps making cheap, fast, and free the standard, the expectation. So as a result, you'll buy your supplements from Amazon because it's easy. Or from Costco, because you get a ginormous bottle of, more often than not, total garbage. But you're already at Costco, and we think big bottles of cheap supplements are a good idea. But that's the thing with supplements. You can buy any bottle and take any pill, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. That doesn't mean your body is going to absorb any of the nutrients, assuming what you're taking has viable nutrients to begin with. But anyway, I'll just leave that there. After 20 years in the wellness and supplements industry, I can tell you that not all supplements are created equal. And the brands I sell, I sought out intentionally because they check all the important boxes. Believe it or not, I actually give a fuck about what you're ingesting, and I want people to feel better. So I picked awesome stuff, made easy-to-shop wellness kits so you wouldn't have to use your brain, and made the pricing as low as I possibly could on what I sell. And then dropped a cherry on this melting bowl of ice cream with free shipping over $99 to entice you to take another bite or try it at all. But that bowl of ice cream has transformed back to milk at this point, a pool of sugary liquid, the cherry free floating in the middle of the pool of hopelessness. Delicious. The podcast rules, though. I am so grateful. I get to have amazing conversations with super cool and interesting people talking about people's healthy habits, what motivates them, what makes them feel balanced in life. Are you kidding me? I get to do that. And it is so cool. And a lot of you appreciate the podcast, and that is the freaking best. It's a bitch to schedule sometimes, and I've mostly stopped expecting the musician to post their interview on their end, because most of them don't, but a lot of people still tune in. And you guys walk away with a nugget of inspiration or a new thought on something, and I love that. So even if I stop selling supplements, which at some point I will, I'll still do the podcast maybe less episodes, but it'll still be here. 
because it's just so unique. I mean, how many music podcasts are out there? A billion. And how many broad stroke wellness related ones are out there? Yeah, 2 billion. But how many podcasts focus on mental health and wellness in rock and roll and offer up thoughts directly from a musician's mouth about how they live their life, how their brain works, how they keep themselves level, how they tour healthy? I mean, as far as I know, this is the only one like this. But maybe there's another. I don't know. But while it's so cool, it's still niche. And I still have less than 350 YouTube subscribers after having had this podcast for three and a half years. Are you kidding me? Like why? And my Instagram, while I don't give a fuck about numbers, isn't even over 2,000 followers. But that's another thing. Numbers are a trap. They mean absolutely nothing in reality, yet managers, bands, really anyone will judge you based on your follower count, which is so absurd. The content matters. What you say matters. What you do matters. How you make people feel matters. I can't control how many people follow, heart, share, bookmark, or what the fuck ever a post I make. But I know I'm making things and spreading thoughts that are rooted in love. And you can't go wrong with love. Love will always come back to you tenfold. But people still get fixated on numbers, comparing themselves to others. That person is smarter, prettier, better, more successful. But the joke is, no one really is better than you. And they might not even be prettier because apparently half these people use filters on literally everything and you're not even looking at a real human. But we all have problems. Life is hard, really hard. And we all know how to take a good picture, slap on a deceiving filter and share it on social media. And the world we live in has become so focused on blue screens that we forget to look around us, to look up, to look to your right where the wind glides across your skin, the sun warming your arms. We just keep looking down at our phones and thinking that person's got it made. But why? How is that really possible? We all have challenges, heartbreak, confusion. We all make bad decisions, decisions that snowball, decisions that hurt other people, that hurt ourselves. We all go through it. But we keep thinking social media is real. We think that it matters. Why? Anyway, that was a tangent, even though, frankly, this entire essay is a tangent. But I'm okay with it because only like 40 people will listen to this. So really, who cares? I mean, I care. I do. But that's why I'm writing this. I want to just do a tell-all piece about the reality of having this business and how I actually feel, how it's actually going, what's not actually going. I wanted to tell the truth because if you look at Welly P's Instagram, you think it's rainbows and kittens. And while there are cats, there aren't rainbows. For some reason, the Instagram makes it look like the business is killing it. And for the last three years, I've wanted to post about the actual struggle I face with selling supplements and getting people to buy them and all the social media stuff. But everyone I've mentioned this to has told me, no, don't do it. Don't share that. Don't express your frustration or feelings. But why? Maybe if I actually said that I'm in the process of phasing supplements out of the business, which breaks my fucking heart, people might actually buy some. And then maybe I can keep them. Who knows? Maybe if I actually say that I used to get a steady flow of coaching clients and now it seems as though no one wants to pay for me to give them suggestions and advice, they all want to talk to me for free, that someone might step up and book a session. 
And I ask people to subscribe to the podcast platforms, but it rarely seems to happen, hence not even having 400 subscribers on YouTube. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't know what motivates people. So I just try to control what I can, which is what I create and how I feel. And I look for gratitude in other areas or focus on those who do step up to the plate. Because yeah, it's an uphill climb, but I mean, I chose it. I get that. And I love it. But sometimes it would be nice to know that what I was creating was really affecting people and worthwhile to more than like 10 people. Sometimes I feel like I'm throwing darts in the dark. And by sometimes, I mean most of the time. But eventually the lights will come on. I know, PMA and all. You know, I've been an entrepreneur since elementary school. It's in my blood. I used to charge my family to wrap presents, make pillows out of t-shirts and market them at my mom's work, run a restaurant out of my kitchen where I made proper menus and receipts. Again, elementary school. I even turned the easement behind our house into a mini golf course and made flyers and charged 50 cents a game. Then in 1999, when I was 14, I started Pure Mania. I ran that until I was 20. It was the coolest business. I screen printed punk rock shirts, patches, bum flaps. I sold internationally. I focused on shirts in youth sizes and adults, small and medium, because those sizes weren't available back then. So I filled a void in the early internet days where we still made show flyers on paper and walked into record stores to see what was new. And that business made bank, all things considered. So yeah, entrepreneurship is in my blood. It's how my brain works. Creating is what I love. Pioneering is what I seem to do. I've always been a few steps ahead of folks in the things I do. I love working hard, being organized, pushing myself, doing something new, making the decisions myself. I love failing only to come up with a better idea. But what I don't love is failing and then never seeming to walk anywhere after standing back up. Being stuck, I do not like. And that's how I feel with this business, stuck after over three years. Sticky mud or quicksand, I'm not sure which it is. But I love helping others, seeing people smile, knowing something I was a part of positively affected them. I really love what I get to do. I just wish more people were hip to it. I wish more people clicked the buttons that made a difference or clicked add to cart, punched in their credit card numbers and were excited for the healthy stuff they just ordered that would make their lives better and allow me to not go out of business. Selling wellness is a gift. I don't sell people cancer, diabetes, or addiction. I sell them things to relieve those issues. I bring good into someone's life, but people like things that give them cancer and diabetes, and I can't compete with the lore of toxicity. But again, thank you to those of you who support WellEP. Thank you so much. This was a weird essay piece, I know. I sat down, started writing, and just kept writing. I might not even proofread it, but just record and release it. I wrote it in a moment in time, but the feelings are pretty regular, to be honest. It's hard having your own business, which is also why my income is diversified amongst other side hustles. Anyone need a website or uh, some business cards designed? Yeah, I do design work. And then I also have a whole other business with WellEP that supplies upscale residential communities 
with welcome gifts for their new tenants upon move-in. And that's super niche too, but it does well and it makes money. And I get to listen to music while I fill orders. So that's rad. All this to say that I have a dream I'm working towards, which is a house in the woods with a badass Welly P headquarters. And you know what I really want? A retreat on the property for musicians to come stay to decompress, like a bed and breakfast, healthy food, nature, books, silence, space to think, space to be. I think that would be so bitchin', but who knows if it'll ever happen since the business is eking by but I have so many ideas. I'd love for them to happen. They're all for the greater good. They're all for the betterment of others. But who knows? Trust the process, I say to myself and others. Trust the unfolding and trust that where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Thanks for lending me your ears. Thank you for your support. Over and out, Amy from Wellness Provisions. What's a mess until I met?